One of the best musicals of the last few years is a musical called Dear Evan Hansen. It came out oh, three or four years ago. It was very popular then. I think it won the Tony for Best uh, Musical that year. It's a popular musical because the music is obviously catchy and good, but it deals with contemporary issues, especially for teens and young adults. It deals with suicide and depression. It deals with the challenges of growing up in families where one or both of the parents are either gone or not involved in lives. But it also deals primarily with the challenge that so many of us face, not just teens and young adults, but this feeling of going through life as if we don't matter. In fact, the first big song of the show, the first solo, is a song called Waving Through a Window. Basically, this whole idea of life being something that happens out there, that nobody cares what's going on inside or on the other side of the window. There's even a song in the first act called Disappear, about how people can just easily disappear, but nobody deserves that. We live in a time when so many people are so shaken, are so afraid that their life doesn't have purpose, doesn't have meaning, doesn't have value, that other people simply don't care. And in order to have meaning, in order to have purpose in our life, the reasoning goes, at least in pop culture, that we need to stand out, we need to be special. When we start to see this applied to religion and to the practice of the faith, we see how it's so much easier for someone, especially a younger person, to think of, well, I could go to Mass and wake up early, but I could also wake up later and go to brunch and start drinking and watch football. Those things make me feel good. Mass is boring. The homilies are terrible. The music isn't very good. I can do those things that make me feel good, that help me give expression to the world instead of becoming a sheep. You see, instead of being a sheep as we're called to and called to be by Jesus, we feel entitled to be a special butterfly, something that is unique, something that stands out. Instead of being one among the masses, to be one in and of a million. You know, I just during this quarantine, the, I think it's the most popular show on Netflix is a show called Tiger King. And I think this mindset, you can see it there. Instead of just getting a dog or a cat and living a normal life, why not have 200 tigers in your backyard? We think that in order to be recognized, in order to be known, we have to do something that makes us stand apart, that makes me feel good for me, that I have everything I have to have meaning and to have purpose in my life. Nobody really wants to be the sheep. It's hard to convince ourselves personally. It's hard to convince another person that we find our ultimate meaning. We find what makes us unique by being a part of the group, by being in mass, by being in prayer, by walking together with other people, by uniting ourselves to something greater than what we are. Those great characteristics become greater, and even things we didn't know about ourselves can come out and can shine. In the church, in the sacraments, in the faith, we can see how people with weak voices like Moses can change the world. We can see how a priest like St. John Vianney, who wasn't very book smart, who had a weak speaking voice, could become the patron saint of parish priests. That something great comes out from within them. And that something great, we believe, is the person of Jesus Christ. Now, not only is it difficult to be a sheep, 
But it's also hard to acquiesce to following the shepherd. If we do follow a shepherd, we do so on our own terms and in our own, according to our own rules. And oftentimes, what are those rules? What we read in, or we heard in the psalm today, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. So long as Jesus leads us there, we will follow. So long as it feels good to be a Christian, so long as it feels good to be his sheep, sure. Or maybe Jesus doesn't lead me there, but he makes my life marginally better. He challenges me every now and again to be a nicer person, to help the poor. Those are good things, right? We don't want to give up our autonomy. We don't want to give up the seeming control and invincibility with which we feel and think we go through life. We're unique, we're special. We shouldn't have to just follow one Lord. St. Peter says in the first readings, let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made both Lord and Christ this Jesus whom you crucified. In other words, for every person in the history of creation, there is one man who will achieve salvation for you, and his name is Jesus Christ. But we don't like to be restricted and bound to one person. We like to have our own way. We like to be and follow our own shepherd. The last few weeks, however, have pulled the rug out entirely. They've changed everything for us. All of the things that we took for granted, all of the things that we thought were in front of us and in store for us, have been ripped out. In fact, we could be months or years away from returning to anything resembling what was before in terms of normalcy. That is frightening. That's frankly horrifying. How are we supposed to move forward? Well, the only answer is through Jesus Christ. As his beloved sons and daughters, as the sheep in his flock, following the shepherd who loves us beyond measure, the shepherd who alone can lead us to pasture that will open us to boundless love, mercy, truth, goodness, and beauty. We also recognize when we start to follow Christ, when those things that we took for granted or those things that we thought we had are taken away, that Jesus is not just simply the shepherd, Lord and Christ from afar, rod and staff, driving us, forcing us to follow him. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. He didn't just say, I am Lord and Christ. He didn't just come down from heaven, fully an adult, ready to lead us. He joined us in the very depths of our humanity so that he could rise with us. One of the beautiful pieces of Christian and Catholic theology is our understanding of the Eucharist. And we believe that on the Eucharistic table, on the altar of every single Mass, that Christ is present as the priest, as the altar, and as the sacrifice. In other words, for us, to be a sheep is to become one with Christ who was and is the Lamb of God, the Lamb offered for the salvation of the world. To become one with each other in the church is to become one with Christ so that Christ can lead us all to new life. In other words, to be sheep is to be led by the shepherd to be the shepherd for other people. We see this in the sacrament most specifically of holy orders, that men are called to be in persona Christi, in the person of Christ, sacramentally for the people of God. 
just almost two weeks ago, I'm counting down the days until I'm done with my quarantine, I visited a man who was dying from COVID-19 and anointed him. And it was a scary thing. It was kind of weird, you know, to get all vested up and to go all in there. It's kind of like, I felt like it was like, you know, putting on space gear. I'd never had to do that before. So it was kind of, it was very weird, very jarring. But to thank God in that moment that Christ called me to be his priest, not so that I could be glorified, but so that Jesus could be present to that man in a personal and particular way. Other than those people who have been caring for his medical needs, the only person that that guy has seen in weeks is me. But in that moment of the sacrament, he doesn't see me, Father Patrick. He sees and experiences the love of Jesus Christ. But Jesus also calls us, regardless of our vocation, to be Jesus, to be the good shepherd for other people. He calls husbands and wives to submit to each other so that they can lead each other to Jesus, so that they can lead their children to life in Christ. The beautiful part about life in Christ and being his sheep and following the good shepherd is that even though we may not know what's in store for us, we know that we will never be lost. We know that our life will always have meaning and purpose. We may not know what that meaning and purpose is going to be. We cede control to the Good Shepherd who leads us. But by following the Good Shepherd, by being one amongst each other, and walking with each other, and leading each other, and encouraging each other, we know that as Jesus said in the Gospel, He came so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Nobody wants to be a sheep. Nobody wants to follow after the good shepherd or any shepherd. But if we know the sheep and if we know the shepherd, we will follow after him joyfully. And we will, because he promised us so, have life and have it more abundantly.